What up? We are back again today. This is your host, Tyler, rocking with you, and this is the Big Ten Focus Football Focus Podcast presented by Woos Media. Happy to be with you guys. Uh, what another great weekend of Big Ten football action. We're going to be breaking that down in this episode, as always. And then uh, had a couple of viewer uh, submissions and stuff like that. So we will be going over that. Uh, but to start off, uh, week five in the Big Ten, again, I, I hate to say this, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of podcasts out there and there's a lot of uh, people out there, you know, creating content and stuff like that about the Big Ten. But my goodness, have we nailed pretty much everything uh, so far? I mean, again, uh, on the uh, straight out picks, we were six and one uh, betting or, or, you know, our predictions, whatever you want to say, uh, as far as as. You know, numbers go, we were four and three, but for the most part, um, you know, six and one, we've been able to predict uh, pretty much every single game. Uh, we've only had six losses this entire season, uh, and we've only had um, twenty-seven all time. That's dating back to last year, twenty-seven, which is crazy out of the amount of games that we've been able to cover, including bowl games. That's right, we are kicking butt. Happy to be with you guys as always. Though uh, you know, a lot happened uh, yesterday. And I'm excited to jump into it. So let's just, let's not waste any more time. Uh, the first one that uh, I, I, we had a viewer submission messages me, and, and I kind of thought it was funny. Uh, as always, nailed it, right? We said Minnesota, we had Penn State, we had Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan, and Iowa. Now you might say, well, yeah, those were, you know, those were all easy picks or stuff like that. But hey, I don't see you having a podcast making predictions. No, I kid. I kid. But no, as I'm, as I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm looking at it and, and, uh, I got, I got a message and he says, I can understand what you're saying that you haven't been able to predict Purdue right. And he said, don't worry. Me and my friends, we always go the opposite of what you say. So, Purdue is the one team, man, that has just continued to give us trouble. And look, they had an absolute brilliant game against uh, against Illinois. Uh, we've been really high on Illinois. Maybe it was because of last year's hype, because I felt like they were the ones, uh, you know, that really you know, put us over the edge. I, I really don't know what you can do if you are uh, Illinois in this spot. I mean, uh, it was uh, 16 to 13 going into half. I'm like, hey, it's close. That's that's um, not that I have rooting rooting interest or anything like that, but I just wanted it to keep it close. Flurry of, you know, three touchdowns in the third quarter pushes Purdue over the edge, and then it was just, you know, Illinois out of sync and stuff like that. Uh, when you're looking at it, really, I, I think the biggest thing for, for Illinois is they've got to shore up third down efficiency. They're only two of four. 14. Uh, every time it felt like they were out there was they were just not converting on third downs. Purdue was better, eight of 13. Uh, really similar yards uh, and both on, on passing and rushing, uh, almost mirror images of each other. Uh, the efficiency both were, were, were 100% when they were in the red zone. Uh, and I, I guess the other, the only other, I guess, bugaboo or the only other thing that Illinois really could work on is, is penalties. Um, having 83 penalty yards, that's just, you know, you can't be doing that, uh, difficult. Uh, in Illinois, I mean, really this next, this next week, I, I don't, I don't mean it to be hyperbolic or, or to, to stress any Illinois fans out, but really this is, this is the season for you. 
You're sitting two and three going into week six. Uh, this next week, it, this is it. You've got to beat Nebraska. Maryland's offense, you've, you've, I mean, defensively, and I understand Rand Waters is now at, uh, at Purdue, but defensively, you haven't had the same defense as what you had last year. So I don't think Maryland nor Wisconsin, uh, you're going to be able to hold up against their offenses. So you say, okay, you pencil those down as L's. Then you're looking at the last, um, four games, Minnesota, Indiana, Iowa, and Northwestern. Now they're not amazing teams. And you're well within striking distance, but Illinois uh, really struggled yesterday, and it, and it was quite surprising, uh, to be honest with you guys. Uh, I really thought that it was going to be close. I thought, you know, like I said, 27-24 was the prediction. Uh, the even Vegas didn't really understand what was going on. Now, uh, I did have, as I was discussing, I have a group of friends, and we have this group chat, and I was saying, hey, you know, I've been, I've been nailed Illinois last year. I. I I, you know, nobody had them predicted higher than, I think, you know, fifth or sixth maybe uh, in in the overall uh, Big Ten last year uh, in the Big Ten West, right? And as I look at it, uh, one of my friends helped me put into perspective, this is a team that is trying to go back-to-back bowl games for the first time since 2011-2010. So 2010, they went to the Texas uh, Bowl. In 2011, they went to the, the Craft Fight Hunger Bowl, I believe is what it was called back then. Uh, and they haven't, and, and since then, they went in 14, 19, and 22. So this year, I mean, they're, they're really trying to do something that this that they haven't been, they haven't been able to do in over a decade. So, I still think this team is capable of it. I think they're the one team in the Big Ten that we didn't really have correctly power rated. I think Minnesota, we were a little bit higher on them, and they've kind of came back to um, maybe or came down a little bit. Northwestern, we didn't really know with the with the controversy surrounding the program and everything like that where they would land. So, I mean, really, they're they're playing about what I thought they would be even under uh, you know the previous regime. Maryland, uh, great offensively. I think this week is the measuring stick going up against Ohio State. Uh, but really, I mean, I think you know Illinois has been the one team that I feel like we've been high on, and they haven't. They've 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 let us down not only in the Kansas game, but they let us down in the Purdue game as well. So that's two games. Uh, you know, fool me once, shame on shame on you. Uh, fool me twice, shame on me. Right. So uh, we're gonna kind of we're gonna tweak our, our our ratings and stuff like that. Of course, you know we have our algorithm and and and, and our fill of the games and stuff like that. Uh, Illinois just just isn't isn't where they were at, so we need to power rate them down just a little bit. Uh, that's kind of how that works. Uh, Minnesota that that game uh, really uh, an interesting game. I. I thought that was about where it was going to go. Uh, the line crept down all the way to nine and a half, which I think we, 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 on the, on the podcast, it was minus 11. They hit exactly on the 11, so we are happy with that. Uh, but as that night, as that line creeped down, made me a little nervous. Uh, I need to maybe talk a little bit more about line movement or whatever, but, uh, Minnesota pulls away against, against Louisiana. This Louisiana team, they went six and seven last year, so it wasn't, um, anything crazy impressive, but it was a, a good get right spot, like we said. They're three and two going into, to Michigan. Uh, they get them at home for the little brown jug, I believe is what they call that. Uh, and personally, I think they're going to be three and three looking at the next half of their season. Uh, but the, I guess the goal is just get three wins, right? That's the goal. That's what's on the forefront. We're all trying to make bowl games. That's what we want to see. We want to see us represented there. Uh, that was a good step for Minnesota. They looked better than what they did the, the week previous against Northwestern. Uh, they still should have beat Northwestern, but. 
Hey, this is where we're at. Um, Northwestern, I mean, you talk about all-time bad bad beat uh, alert. I was like, hey, you know, it's not going to happen. Uh, 26 and a half, it's not. I mean, I think this team is, is, is good. They were playing so well through the first half, and even through about two and a half quarters. In the third quarter, they go for it two times, like within their own 30 or within their own 40. They, you know, then have a couple turnovers and then they weren't able to convert down when they get inside the red zone again. And and Penn State ends up blowing them out. This game was a lot closer. If you guys weren't able to tune in, then really what what uh, I think you would you would expect Again, if you're Northwestern and you're sitting at this, they have Howard this next week. Similar to Minnesota, they're, they're going to beat Howard, uh, but they're going to be sitting three and three. And again, you got to get to three games. You've got Nebraska, Maryland, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois. Can you get, are there three wins there for the Wildcats? That would be huge, huge to get back to this. Look, they haven't been to a bowl game in 21. They went three and nine. In 22, they went one and 11. It would be a massive accomplishment for this particular group of guys to get to that six and six mark. Just get to, uh, a bowl game. And I understand that, you know, people's jobs are on the line and, and, uh, you know, everyone's talking about that, but I'm telling you that is, is, is paramount. I mean, there's, there's just nothing more, nothing less than that. Uh, that's what you want to go. I mean, at least a bowl game, especially for Northwestern where they haven't been since 2020, uh, Really, you know, everything you know it comes down really comes down to that. So excited to to see what what Northwestern is capable of. But they should have a really easy week this week. But you know, bad bad beat alert against uh, Penn State. Penn State looked great though. If you're a Nittany Lions fan, I think you're you're convincing yourself. Hey, we're we're legit. We're in it. Uh, coming off of the bye, they have a bye next week. They have UMass fall by Ohio State. They are on the road in the shoe. They're going to absolutely trounce UMass. Um, and I think a lot of the preparation will be for the Ohio State game. UMass, despite it being a quote-unquote look-ahead game, they'll destroy them. They, I mean, they, they have more talent on, you know, just probably 10 guys than, than the entire, you know, just recruiting-wise when you look at the, the stars and stuff like that that UMass has on their entire team. So uh, as you're looking at it, I mean, UMass followed by Ohio State, and then they have Indiana. So uh, it's going to get a lot harder for, for Penn State, and that goes for Michigan. That goes for Ohio State as well. Uh, you know, big games coming up. But that one that one's really interesting. And Ohio State lines up fairly interesting as well. They go Maryland, uh, Purdue, followed by Penn State. Uh, so they do have Maryland this upcoming weekend, which will be, you know, breaking that game down and, and much more uh, on the Wednesday or Thursday show, depending on when that one's released. Uh, but really interesting to, to follow, uh, you know, kind of where the, the Big Ten does its scheduling uh, and where that goes. And then uh, the next game up, Maryland-Indiana, again, very, very predictable. This this Maryland offense, uh, they have not scored under 31 points was was the least amount they scored. They're humming. They're, they're, they're locked in. Uh, now, the thing is, what's crazy is they are, I believe they're 0-8 uh, since joining the, the Big Ten against Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. So this next week is, is the game. This is the week for Maryland uh, to make the... Uh, to make that that jump, and yes, I just checked it. Uh, Maryland has lost um, all eight games against Ohio State since joining the Big Ten. So if Maryland, I mean, you can go and you can beat up on on Virginia, Michigan State, Indiana. What is going to take Maryland to the next level is they have to beat. Ohio State, they have to beat Penn State, they have to beat Michigan, right? Now you beat Michigan State, and we and we predicted that we we knew that at the beginning of the year. We said we, I'm not 
thinking that Michigan State is going to have a very good season. That was prior to the allegations and what, what's been going on with that program. It's prior to that. We, we said that at the very beginning of, of the year, right? Uh, but in order to make that jump, you've got to beat them. You've, you've got to beat one of those three. You get Ohio State on the road. You have Penn State at home. You have Michigan at home. So two of the three are, uh, you know, at College Park. That's where you want it to be in front of your fans. Uh, but really, this is, this, this is, um, quite honestly, the the season uh, and I don't mean that hyperbolically you can lose all three of those games right you go nine and three and you're happy but again it's always in the back of your mind are you going to be able to get that recruit when you when you think about like you know next year's recruiting cycle and stuff like that are you going to be able to get those those players uh, I, I don't know if you do if you're if you're a, a player and you're like hey do I go to Michigan or do I go to Penn State or do I go to Maryland Maryland has to really break this one down they've got to win this game uh, I'm excited to, to break that down uh, next uh, Ruckerts uh, beat Wagner again very predictable there uh, Michigan Nebraska. A couple thoughts on that one. As I was watching that game, uh, my dad, as you guys know, huge Michigan fan. Uh, Nebraska, I, I text him, Michigan looked good. And I'm not going to take anything away from, from Michigan. And a lot of people, I, I hate when they do it. They're like, uh, you know, did, did Michigan win the game or did Nebraska lose it? Well, two things can be true, right? I mean, Michigan won the game. They looked really good. Uh, it was the first game. Really, that I felt like this this offense hit their stride. I don't feel like Michigan pulled their punches where you know in the ECU, uh, the UNLV, the Bowling Green game. I kind of felt like they they held back a little bit. I feel like they really unleashed themselves uh, in this game. It was fun to see. I really, really think this Michigan team is the most complete team in college football right now. That's, that's including Georgia, that's including Alabama, that's including USC, that's including Washington. This is a complete team on both sides of the ball. Uh, we even saw Washington struggle a little bit against Arizona this, this past weekend. So Michigan is very, very complete. They played a very sound game. But this Nebraska team is just not good. If you are uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska, or if you're a big red, Cornhusker, right, you love them, I would just be you know, destitute, distraught with the, with where this, this team is at. There's nothing on this team as I was watching this or I was like, I can get my hands around. I, I, I'm excited for this. Uh, again, we talked about it when they played Colorado, what it might, must feel like when you see a one and 11 team in Colorado, then you go on the road, you've been trying to build and, and get back to prominence for so long and they're back and basically relevant within a year. I don't know that this is, this is a big job. I, I, I think Matt Rule's the guy, uh, and I don't want to be hard on him because because these. I mean, of course, you have the transfer portal, you have your recruiting and stuff like this. This is his first year. Within a couple of years, uh, you you can see where it's at. First year, what I'm looking for, he's an offensive guy. Is the offensive if the is is his side of the ball as the head coach? Is it right? Right. I, I don't know. That's the first question. The second question is: He going to be able to out recruit, um, you know, Iowa? Are you going to be able to out recruit Illinois, Purdue? I don't know if you're on the same level as Michigan right now, but can you out recruit those ones? I, I, Iowa State, right? Uh, if you want to get down a little bit further uh, into Stillwater, Oklahoma, right? You're 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 going for the group of players. Now I understand it's nationwide, but they still a lot. Of, I mean, still the number suggests that it's still most universities are, are recruiting within the local area and stuff like that. So are you going to be able to out recruit Colorado, Colorado State? Uh, and right now, I just I don't know. This this Nebraska team just did not look good. Uh, not there was nothing that. I could really get my arms around. They won the games that they really should have won, and you know, NIU and Louisiana Tech, but 
did not look very good. Uh, up this next week, uh, really, I, again, you, I don't know what the line is. I don't know if we even have, uh, or if the betting markets have, have set anything right now, but, Illinois, I, again, for both teams, I think this is the, this is the season for them. I think you, if, if Illinois wins, again, you know, you're, you're on the up, you're on the upswing, you're feeling good about life. If Nebraska wins, again, you kind of talk yourself into it. Well, it's Michigan. We're now three and three. Again, we have the rest of the, the season, Northwestern, Purdue, Michigan State, Maryland, Wisconsin, Iowa. Are there three wins there? I don't think so, but are there? You're, you can kind of talk yourself into it, but that was just a really poor performance, uh, and really shows, you know, how far this program has gone down and how much they need of a rebuild. And it's okay. Uh, I think going out and admitting that it's a rebuild is totally different than, than what, uh, you know, Scott Frost did and, and what he tried to do and convince the Cornhuskers, uh, fan of, but fans of, but really, uh, you know, it's, it's a Friday night game, uh, this upcoming week. It should be an absolute amazing game as always is every Big Ten game, but, uh, really Nebraska played very, very bad. We'll see if they can bounce back on the road again. Uh, against uh, Illinois. And then the final game of, of the weekend was Iowa taking on Michigan State. Uh, Iowa obviously losing Cade McNamara, uh, which is a tough blow. And, and I don't know if this offense... Cade, I loved him at Michigan. He obviously transfers here to Iowa because of Jamie, Jamie McCarthy getting the starting job and everything. Uh, I don't know if this, this offense is going to be is capable of, of really pumping out massive victories without him. Now, they really... With him, it wasn't amazing. Uh, obviously, last week was was ugly. I don't know what uh, time frame is on on his return and stuff like that, but something to keep an eye on. Now they do have Purdue uh, up next. We'll see how you know how it's played, how the game kind of shakes out in that one. I think Purdue has a really good opportunity to win. We'll go into the the, the statistics on that game uh, coming up in the in the next episode. But uh, Iowa, they got the win. That's what mattered. That that was that was what was important. Uh, but, but an ugly win to, to say the least. Uh, Michigan State played better than what I'd seen them play, uh, in, in recent games. Uh, again, all of the, a lot of people are, are writing these, these kids off. I mean, we wrote them off at the beginning of the season. I didn't think they were going to be very good. They're two and three going into the bye week. They're going to come back out against Rutgers, uh, after the bye. And that's going to be a very important game. Again, halfway through the season, you want to be at least three and three because you can convince yourself, hey, we're, there's three wins left. But if you're trying to convince yourself there's four wins left, right, that, that's tough when you're looking at six games, uh, and you've only won two in the first six. The numbers just don't dictate it. So, uh, the next game is going to be very paramount for them. They do have a bye week. We'll see if, uh, they can get, um, some, you know, some juice in the building they can get, uh, right for that Rutgers game. And, uh, really, like I said, that, that puts them at, at an advantage coming off of a bye. And, uh, we'll see how that goes. So, a uh, lot to look forward to in this next week. Like I said, uh, good games, uh, best game, maybe. Of the week is that Friday night game, Illinois, Nebraska. Uh, we have Iowa, t- or, sorry, Ohio State taking on Maryland, Wisconsin taking on Rutgers, Northwestern taking on Howard. Iowa taking on Purdue and Minnesota taking on Michigan, which we'll be breaking down in the next podcast coming up. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I hope you guys have a wonderful uh, you know, week, start of your week as you're listening to this and you're on your drive into work. Uh, be feel, feel free to reach out. Make sure to, to like, comment, subs- and subscribe, right? Let us know uh, what more content you want to hear about. But we're going to be giving our uh, opinions here on the Big Ten. Thank you guys so much and have a wonderful night. We will talk to you guys on Thursday.